Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard the guy with the announcer voice. This is another episode of Tailgater Sports. This is a wall-to-wall football episode. And before, before I bring in everybody on the crew, before I bring in Randy, because I know he wants to talk some ball, we have to get right to the action from last night. Week 8 in the NFL already started. And, of course, it featured our guy, Tyler's Atlanta Falcons, and they won a Yay. game, Tyler. How are you feeling? They won a game, Yay. man. They won a game. Yay. This is me sadly cheering because we we won. Okay. We won the game. Yes. However, we looked. There were points in the game where we looked awful. We looked dismal. But there were other points in the game to be excited about. I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, where has this defense been? all year they were actually having somewhat of a solid pass rush they had somewhat of a solid run defense so i'm like okay you know maybe we got this so i was thinking about it this morning we are two and six right now we have eight games left we're gonna run the table finish ten and six and get a wild card spot let's go ten and six should get you in the playoffs that would be something man i mean that's the thing you guys have the players Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are like the top two, both in the top five in, in passing and receiving, but you guys have two wins. It's it, it goes down to you guys could easily have this whole record flipped because of the way you guys have lost. But, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to catch up to the Buccaneers and the Saints, which ain't going to be easy because they're going to keep on winning. But what did you think about when P.J. Tucker came in and you had the possible the reality possible of losing to a backup XFL legend? Oh, XFL legend P.J. XFL legend PJ Tuck, uh, fuck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> XFL legend PJ Walker came into the game last night, and I'm not gonna lie, I was happy to see him out there. I I think it's great. I mean, this dude has a great story behind him. Not gonna recap it here, but if you're interested, look it up. Has a great story uh, all the way up to the XFL and the NFL. Um, I I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous. It did help though that the game was in Charlotte, North Carolina which is right at the edge of, I think it's Hurricane Zeta that's coming through. Yeah. So there was a lot of rain last night. There was a ton of rain last night. A lot of wind in the game. So some of Walker's throws seemed a little bit off. By the time they got to the fourth quarter, it was more of a, it was more of a run game than a pass game because the, the ball was starting to fly all over with the wind and everything. So I was really glad it did not come down to a field goal because I was not confident we had to kick it outside. It He looked okay. I was very nervous. Eric, you even texted me last night. You said, hey, man, I mean, no offense, but what weird way do you think the Falcons choke? I had doink off the goalpost for a game-winning field goal or a game-losing field goal. Either way, it was a doink off the goalpost that could happen. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to see us win. And like you said earlier, we have the pieces. We have the talent. But for whatever reason, the coaching staff cannot put it together. Matt Ryan, one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. Julio Jones, one of the best receivers at his position of all time. Calvin Ridley on almost any other team would be a number one wide receiver, but because he's behind Julio, he's our number two. We have an okay offensive line. Could do better at the run game because Todd Gurley kind of just runs for his life out there. On the defensive side, look, secondary is trash with the exception of Keanu Neal. The secondary is garbage. However, Deion Jones at linebacker. I cannot pronounce this dude's name, but it's like a Koye or something like that. He's one of our linebackers too. And then of course, Grady Jarrett stuff in the middle. We have some pieces. We just need to draft the D line for God's sakes. Like I've been saying 
and we can probably put it together. Like it's there. We just need the right coach. That's why I'm looking at you, Eric Benamy, offensive coordinator, Kansas City Chiefs. We'll we'll see what happens. But I mean, I I what I'm really scared of is that they actually do turn the table, finish seven and nine, and get stuck with like a dead draft pick in the middle somewhere right there and well, end hey, up drafting like who knows who. Well, hey, you said it, man. It doesn't matter because you said they're gonna run the table, get ten wins and sneak into the playoffs, and then you could call it a successful season. So I mean, yeah, yeah, ten and six, and don't forget, this year is the first year where they're having a seventh team. Oh, that's right. Look, dude, you're in, all, you, in the wild card. Yeah, you're not dead in the water yet. Yeah, we're not dead yet. We still have some life. I'm not gonna lie, though. I'm very nervous. We have, I, I believe, I read it the other day. We have the hardest schedule left in the entire league. These are our opponents for the rest of the season. We have the Broncos, then the Saints, then the Raiders, then the Saints again, then the Chargers. And then God's holy hellish trio, the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Bucks to finish the yeah, last yeah, three games yeah. of the year. I don't know about so, that whole ten win. Now, now that you laid out that I, way, I don't know about ten wins, man. May, maybe we get lucky, go nine and seven, eight and eight, <laughs> maybe sneak <laughs> or, in. We'll see what happens. Or you, or you max out and you got your two wins of the year and you're done. <laughs> Just gotta pray that you know the the Jets win three games and we get a worse record and get a Trevor Lawrence. We'll I don't know if happens. that's gonna happen. We're gonna get to the Jets versus the Chiefs in just a second. Randy, what do you think about yesterday? I was gonna, I was gonna say I find it funny that Tyler's reaction to both a win or a loss is the same. So you can't really tell if he's happy or if he's sad. Right, so there you go. Go because we we win. Okay, we won, but now we're farther away from Trevor Lawrence. We lost. Damn, we lost, but we're closer to Trevor Lawrence. You know what? I, you know what I think is really funny too with the Falcons. The Falcons are one of those teams, like a like a couple more in the in the league right now. That no matter how bad they are, they're not gonna. They're probably not gonna get Lawrence. Like right. they've they've already they're gonna mess it up. Yeah, they've done too much to not get Lawrence. So I mean, hey. it's. It's we're that bad, but the Jets yeah, are that much exactly, worse. Exactly, which they is terrible. the first game that I want to bring up about Sunday, guys. So the Chiefs opened up as twenty-point favorites against the Jets this weekend. So I think wow. it's it's not so much a question of are the Chiefs going to win because I mean, is there anybody? Can you find anybody with a with a stable brain and a, and just that's not in an insane asylum that would say the Jets are going to beat the Chiefs? So I think it's, I don't think that's the question. Yeah, I think the question is, are the Chiefs going to cover the 20 point spread? I mean, honestly, if, if you're the Chiefs, if I'm KC, I, I have Mahomes play the first quarter, then I sit him out the rest of the game. Like you got to treat at this point. If you're in the NFL, you got you might as well treat Jet Week as like the final week of the season when you're going into the playoffs. Like, hey, all right, first quarter, let's get They're out there. So bad, man, and that's it. They they are. They really are this atrocious. They really are this terrible. You, in fact, you even sent me earlier this week a screenshot of a tweet that said they are looking to shop out their star, like defensive yeah, lineman, Quinnen Williams, right? Quinnen or Quinnen? Quinnen, the one that the one that sneezes and thinks himself. So he sneezes. Yeah. This is always one of those things that I I enjoy from afar as long as it's not me. It's kind of like you know when you're quitting a job. And you know, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take this home with me. I'm going to take this home with me. That's essentially what Adam Gase is doing. And if you're a Jets fan and in the front office, you should feel pretty awful because this dude's going to destroy your team before he dips. Right. He's not going to be here next season. He's he's leaving for sure, whether it be fire or God knows what. But he's literally trading and releasing everyone that could have at least been something for the team. And now it's like, hey, guys, I'm going to leave you in shambles. Good luck for the next five years. Two things I want to point out. Usually, I get on certain uh, people I know for not being passionate enough about their teams. I do not blame Fireman Ed at all for not showing up to Jets games anymore. I wouldn't want to show up to those games. You could probably get 
tickets to those games with a free Whopper meal at Burger King or something like that. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's it's so bad. They are so bad. I don't know how they still have fans in the seats. It's probably the fans that can't even afford to go to normal Jets games when they're good, so they just show up to the bad ones so they can at least see something. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, let's not forget, Le'Veon Bell just signed with the Chiefs. Revenge And what team did he just leave? He just left the Jets. He's going to go. I expect him to go off. So we're going to see what happens with that. But I expect a full-on revenge game. And Adam Gase, I'm going to call it right now, if the Jets lose by more than 20, Adam Gase is getting fired after this game. I don't know, man. That's a big big spread. But don't forget the Chiefs just beat the Broncos 43-16. to last yeah, week that's true so like they can true. in the they, snow in the yeah, snow that they did that with Mahomes only throwing for 200 and a touchdown i think so that was all legs they had a couple defensive scores i think or at least one yeah if you had to put money down right now are you putting money on the chiefs to cover or to not cover to cover to cover i think i'm oh, putting yeah. on the cover to cover because yeah. because think keep in mind like how easy it is for Mahomes and the chiefs to put up like a 50 burger easily on yeah. these guys they were up 29 to 3 at the half against the broncos on sunday <laughs> God. It's one of those things where it's like the immovable force is the Chiefs yeah. and the unstoppable object is the Jets going over. It's got wow. this weird like love child that's a 20 point spread in week eight that you just kind of you want to hold. And it's just, you're just fascinated because it's going to be a car wreck. Yeah, this is bad, man. I think I think the last week against your Bills was the second time all year the Jets had a lead in a game. But it was only like three points. Yeah. It was no more than like three points. They were up 10-0 in the first. And that's when everybody went into panic mode. Oh, what's wrong with the Bills? Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what happened? The Jets put up four yards in the second half. Well, think about it, too. <laughs> like, like as as you and I, two, two people who have played sports, oftentimes you will see that when you play a really garbage team, sometimes you don't come out guns blazing because... You're expecting, yeah. You're expecting crap. You're yeah. garbage. You, you, how do you get up for that game? How do you how do you prepare yourself for an uh, for a terrible team? Like you were expecting them to be bad, but you know what I'm saying. Just like yeah, these exactly. Guys, the Bills walked into the game against the Jets. Like this is going to be so easy, but it was almost too easy that they got caught off guard. So I say Chiefs by like a bajillion. So now that we got the car wreck out of the way, we got the slaughter out of the yeah. way. However many highlights coming out of that, however many Le'Veon Bell touchdowns come out of that, we're gonna love to see it. That's for sure. But outside of that car wreck, guys, there's actually some pretty big division games going down this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start off with the big one. I'm thinking the big ones, probably Steelers-Ravens for the most part in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got a big NFC West one, 49ers-Seahawks. Seahawks just lost their first game of the season to the Cardinals. So let's start with the Steelers at the Ravens, guys. What do you think about that one? I'm hoping the Ravens pull out the win against uh, Pittsburgh. I think they will, actually. I think they will. I, I will say that... Uh, the- Big Ben is doing a great job of representing all fat dads out there who just kind of like give you hope that look. Mm-hmm. I think there was a throw last week against the Titans where this dude was literally like on his toes running away from an oncoming defender and he just chucks it like backyard football just chucks the ball. It does feel like the big brother playing with all the kids from the block, like mm-hmm. the young kids. And it's just, OK, whose dad or whose uncle is going to play QB? And just chuck it up to the kids right. running up and down the street. And like Tommy's dad played quarterback back in like nineteen eighty five. Go route, go route, go route, cross at the middle, and then yeah, Tommy's dad's just gonna pick one of you guys, whoever's open. I think it's a miracle the fact that Ben Roethlisberger has survived this long in the NFL without having to ever work out his lower body or ever have to run the ball. He was like ever. he was a chunk god, dude. dude he was insane. He's, he's gone through inflation, deflation, inflation injuries and he's yeah he's still kicking surprisingly he's like he has zero mobility and yet somehow he gets the job done i i I really legitimately don't know how he does it dude that's him he's not there on athletic talent he's there just because he could throw the football really really well he's got two super bowl rings man 
He's got two rings. That's all that matters, right? You know? I would like to point out one thing. So I went back to our AFC predictions, and I know that I predicted Baltimore to win the division, and I still have them winning the division. They're only one game out. Steelers 6-0, and Ravens 5-1. However, I would like to point out that, and I will pull the audio, that during that conversation, you guys ripped me for saying that the Steelers would give them a run for their money <laughs> because I still believed in Big Ben and you yeah, guys ripped me apart yeah. for that. I mean, can I you blame us? We just went on it. We just talked about how we're surprised that he's still kicking, man. When, you're, <laughs> when your quarterback is built the same as your defensive lineman, are you not supposed to feel like he's 6'5", 250, dude? I would like, just like to point out for the fact that I was right on this. He's and Tyler's finding his he's, wins. He's, <laughs> he's, he's built 100% Midwest, Midwestern, dude. He's from Ohio. He looks like he's a, He looks like he's from Ohio. Like if Ohio was embodied in a person, it'd be Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Corn fed, corn fed, doesn't care he, about what the doctor says. He breathes, lives football. Doctor's like, hey man, you should probably start running a little bit more. He's like, look, dude, my dad ate worse than me. He lived to be sixty-five. I think I'll be Weird. okay. I don't need a you know core strength to throw a football yeah. fifty yards. That's strange. So, I don't remember squats so helping saying, me throw a ball. So what you're saying is Ben Roethlisberger is me if I was a quarterback? No, 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 no definitely that's, not. That's, you're that's the crazy. You're okay. the hefty lefty. <laughs> The dude who got like four, played four games for the Giants and then died of a heart attack. So, all right. So, Yikes. Tyler, you, you're going Ravens over Steelers. I think I'm going Steelers over Ravens here. The Steelers really? defense has um, looked. That's yeah, what but, I've noticed watching them play recently is their yeah. defense is mean, dude. I think my favorite part about the AFC is sort of like watching these dogs eat themselves from the outside looking in. I mean, you're in the AFC, but as an the NFC AFC fan, North, dude. Yeah. The as, AFC North is nasty. As an NFC fan, just kind of sitting back on the sidelines watching, like, you know what? All four of these, there are four really, really good teams, that, like really, really good teams in the AFC. Let's just let them duke it out and deal with themselves. If you think if the Bengals and Joe Burrow were able to close a couple games, they'd be right there in the mix too in the playoff hunt. They will. They'd it's be, just they a matter have four of time. teams fighting for two spots. Joe Burrow keeps these this garbage Pop Warner caliber of a football team in every game because he's God-tier level football he's player. He's good, man. He's, he's real good. He's ridiculously good. He's I think this class might be the the best quarterback class in like a long Justin time. Justin Herbert's crushing it for the Chargers now. It's I think, his team. He he had a seventy yard bomb, I think, over the weekend. And he makes it look so easy. I think Tua Tagovailoa is going to be pretty good too. That's right. He's starting this week, or yeah, he's starting this weekend, right? Because they had the bye last week, so he's yeah. starting this weekend for the Dolphins. He starts this weekend, and who's on the other side? Aaron Donald is going to be. Yeah. Welcome to the NFL. Ben DiNucci is going to get either obliterated or just going to be garbage, and I'm sure the. Cowboys will trade for uh, Fitzpatrick, but speaking know, of, we have a lovely, lovely, lovely Sunday night football game this week: a Cowboys and Ugh. Eagles, Ugh. and then Monday night Bucks and Giants. Yeah. I have never, I don't think I've ever skipped both the Sunday and Monday night football game. This might be the first time I do that. I, I mean, am not it, watching. It, is, it gives you the opportunity to just go to bed early and get plenty of rest. You know, right. start your Monday off right by going to sleep. On Saturday, I mean Sunday, on a good time, and then continue the week off right by going to bed uh, early on Monday. Who do you got for the Steelers Ravens before we move on? Randy? I got uh, I got the Ravens. Like I said, Ravens. Okay. To to have an unbeaten team is it's impossible. Eventually, I don't know, man. Every Steelers, dog has Steelers look day. real good. I can't get I can't find a a, a okay, gap. Okay, but the Titans only lost because the kicker missed the go the kick. Which, by the way, don't blame the kicker that you had him like forty four yards deep. Like, yeah. what do you expect this poor guy hold to on, do? Hold on, hold on. The kicker was Guskowski who's been having a horrendous season. So this one, Have you noticed I that actually too? will blame the kicker. I actually brought this up to someone recently. Have you noticed that this year has been, this year and probably last year, has been such a garbage year for kickers? And I feel like it's because teams are no longer investing on their kickers. They're just kind of like, you know how like the talk right now is all about, oh, 
uh, quit drafting running backs and paying them high. Yeah. Because they're expendable. It's all about quarterbacks and receivers. I feel like kickers have gone to the wayside and teams are really starting to feel well, it. Well, the now. Bills drafted a kicker last draft and he sucks. <laughs> he I, missed like well, three kicks for us over the weekend. I mean, dude, look at the uh look at the guy in Jacksonville. Jacksonville signed a guy who'd never kick a field goal in his life. He played soccer in college, like a, like a ten miles away from the stadium. They're like, Hey, all right, dude, come on out. We're gonna sign you as a kicker. But it's like, I don't know, man. I just I feel like if uh, the, the people just aren't investing in kickers anymore and you can see it. Right. While while we're on the subject of kickers, I would like to point out that the Falcons did one thing right and signed the greatest onside kicker of all time, Young Waiku. More of the stupid tangent. Uh, I think the Ravens they finally got the Steelers number. Uh, this is <laughs> this is going to be it. The other big division matchup that I mentioned, the Forty ers and the Seahawks. What do you think? Do the Seahawks lose back to back? No, no, I don't think no so. Way. No way. There's no, no way. There's no way Russell Wilson's going to let them lose. They, they they're the team that just finds ways to lose, and they just yeah. always suffer that like backbreaker in Arizona mm-hmm. for some reason. And they had a chance to win it a right. couple times that they just, you know, they I, got caught. That's it, that's what happened. It must suck to be an NFC West fan and not be a Seahawks supporter because of just how annoyed you must be a Russell Wilson. Like Dude, I love every week. I love Russell Wilson just because he, he has a cool personality. I don't like him when the Seahawks play the Packers, of course, but just like I was watching the commercial, like the voting commercial and Todd Gurley's against the wall. He's like, you should go vote. And Russell Wilson's like, remember guys, it's your American duty to vote. And, so, and like pr- provide a stable future for your family. I'm like, this dude just seems like a showman. Like if he wasn't playing football, he'd be doing something important or whatever. So I think he's a great leader. And uh, I, I'm just saying it must be annoying to be a fan of that division and just to see him do really good every single week and just be like Mr. Perfect. When was the last time you tuned into a Seahawks game and the Seahawks were not in contention of winning that game? I can't remember. I don't one. remember. Every week, even if they're losing, I'm, I'm turning it on because, you know, they got the late afternoon game. Yeah. And it's like you, you flip over. And it's Russell Wilson leading a fourth quarter drive, an overtime drive to win it, and they usually win it. Yeah, I it just didn't happen this time because he got picked off. I think every game that the Seahawks is in is exciting. Yeah, it I, is. honestly, they're always fun to watch. I love watching the Seahawks play because of Russell Wilson. He's he's a baller, dude. Well, you remember just on Sunday Night Football, dude? They're always on Sunday Night Football. Now that I think about I mean, it, can three you blame time, them? three primetime games this year. We can't like swap the Eagles game <laughs> this week <laughs> Seriously. to them. But yeah, he, he did it against the Vikings just a week or two ago, like God, a minute left so on a minute left on the clock. Yeah, marches down, wins the game, no problem. DK Metcalf in the end zone. Which, by the way, DK Metcalf, holy hell, dude, dude, how scary cheetah. is that? Imagine a, dude that, that? imagine a dude that big chasing you that fast. Just pumping. Like Buda Baker, Buda Baker on that interception isn't he's not a slow guy. Yeah, Buddha's not a chump, dude. He's like in contention <laughs> just, for the the uh, defensive player yeah, of the year. He just came up against a six eight cheetah God. out of the end zone. Can you can you, think, you believe that people were sleeping on him in the draft? Yeah, he fell. He fell. He far. fell a lot. He people people were like, ah, oh, he's just he's all aesthetic. He's no no skill. He just lifts. I'm like, bro. I think the next gen stats said he reached like 28 or 29 miles per hour running. Yeah. Running. Yeah. God damn it. I'm afraid to drive that fast sometimes on certain streets. You can get a ticket for driving that fast by a school. <laughs> DK Metcalf could get a ticket for running next to an elementary school. School zone, man. Slow down. God, dude. That's Mind ridiculous. the speed bumps. That's insane. In, in the off season for charity, I want to see a race between Tyreek Hill and DK Metcalf. DK would win. Because Tyreek Hill has those highlights too where he catches people that have like, you know, they either got yeah. loose or they pick up a, you know, a loose. Well, he has to pick up a loose ball. They yeah. get loose and then he catches up and he high fives them into the end zone. Like DK Metcalf spotted the guy like 10 yards. 
Imagine like if what DK Metcalf would be doing if he wasn't playing in the NFL. I think that he'd probably get hired by what is it, like the Braves that have Mister Freeze. Oh yeah, that dude who just he's runs. So, he's massive too, though. Like he's he's six eight tall. Yeah. Oh my god, man, that's so scary. Like put a cheetah on its hind legs and yeah. let it still run as fast as it can. That's so terrifying, man. So we're all oh, taking so we're all taking Seahawks or the 49ers? Yeah, I don't okay. I don't see the yeah, 49ers yeah. winning them. So I wouldn't classify this as the same level as a divisional big important game. Yeah. But we got to talk about Packers Vikings. Is there any chance of Packers lose this game? Uh, no, Randy, no, there's no way. No, no way in hell. I mean, we can keep it cool. We can keep it short, short and sweet. Uh, no, no, no way. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had that game last week against the Texans where he's like, "Hey, everybody, shut the hell up. The Look game, what I'm about to do." The game that, by the way, I'd like to note that uh, Tyler said, "I don't know, man. Uh, the Texans <laughs> got a pretty good offense now. They might." I said that I said the Packers would win, but it would be by hair. Obviously, you know, more convincing. You know how but I was not wrong. None of us, hair, man. None that was of us, long hair. None of us are parents, but obviously, as kids, we. We would come home from school with, you know, really crappy paintings and drawings. And you know how our parents like put them up on the fridge like, hey, yeah. good job. I'm so proud of you. That's kind of like Tyler. Tyler's like. <laughs> Whenever Tyler talks about sports. Yeah, Tyler's like, hey, guys, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I really think these guys are going to do really, really good. And we're like, good job, Tyler. <laughs> By the way, I'm really going to hate it if they lose and I, this gets clipped. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And that's that's, oh, God. that's the problem about making picks. And why I always stray away from making picks because who yeah. the hell knows game day, right? But I'm pretty confident with the fact if. Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. We'll be okay. And we signed, I, I, we signed a receiver, which I know Packers, Packer Nation's pretty like. Okay, this is why. Why are we getting him versus someone else? We got, we got signed Seth Roberts, which you know, hey, not the biggest signing Good in the last book. name, but uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, knowing knowing Aaron Rodgers, he'll he'll probably make use of him. So so the Packers already put up forty three points against them this year. Yeah, in the sequential games since then, twenty eight points against, thirty one points against, twenty three and a win, forty against the Falcons last week. Yeah, with the Vikings so, with the Vikings game, they they fell behind early and then put up like forty three unanswered points. So yeah, I'm feeling okay about Rodgers. Rodgers could have another flex game this week against the Vikings. He could. I'm assuming you're not picking the Vikings, right, uh, Tyler? I, uh, right, Tyler? Oh, no, I'm, pick, I'm picking Green Bay. <laughs> I never know when you're gonna go out on one of these I have a feeling limbs you know I would also hey, hey. like to point out that Randy says my picks are bad but yeah he picked the Jaguars in a Survivor Series pool so hey Gardner Minshew was supposed to be the guy he looks was bad now oh, he looks bad he looks now. awful now 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 he looks like Baker Mayfield did last year like two years ago when he was doing those stupid dances now it's like yo Gardner shave the stash cut your hair stop with the jorts bro we're one and six yeah. cut it out Minshew mania is kind of just like again another weird uncle reference it's like yeah. okay dude it was cool, but you're not good anymore. So now it's just kind of weird. It's like you got to start like, uh, yeah, man. That's that's the problem. That's the problem with gimmicks, bro. Like you uh -huh. want your team to have personality, but the personality doesn't doesn't matter when your team starts yeah. playing like ass. Once you start losing, the gimmick is now corny and it's not it's cringy. Yeah, but you got to win. It was cool when he was winning. Aaron Jones wears a sombrero sometimes to games and like those Macho Man shades, kind of like uh, Tatis. From yeah, the, yeah, from the uh, Padres. Right now, it's all fun and games. But if the Packers start losing, it's going to be like, yo, bro, cut the sombrero. Let's get, and they're always showing the his gym. like pregame dance routines in the end zone by himself. Yeah, man. I, again, that was Jamal Williams. Oh, it's Jamal. Again, by the way, this is all fun and games until you start losing yeah. the games. Then it's like, yo, bro. Yeah, then come on. Especially on that team, you got Aaron Rodgers in your locker room. He's oh, not yeah. going to be letting you act like a dumbass. Oh, yeah. If you're losing five and one, you could do whatever you want. One and five, like the Vikings. Yeah. Hey, get the sombrero off and hit the but books. Speaking of bad picks, though, we I, Tyler, we do have to acknowledge the fact that Eric did pick the Vikings to win the NFC. Uh, the NFC. North. I did. Yeah, so. that was bad. That was bad. I did not <laughs> know that their defense wouldn't just not show up this year. Uh, yeah, I think half of the players don't come to games. It's really bad. All right, let's get the trash cans ready. Let's get the trash pandas, the raccoons out. Trash we got to talk about it. The NFC least is a Oof. dumpster fire of a division. God. 
there's what, like six wins throughout the whole division, I think, yeah. if we can add them all up seven, on one hand. Not a, sing, not a single team has more than two wins. Cowboys versus Eagles in Philly. Andy Dalton may be concussed. Who knows if he plays? He probably won't. He got... Ben DiNucci. He got crushed. I think the most depressing part of it isn't the fact that Amer- quote-unquote America's team is an embarrassment. Although I will say somebody did mention that, oh, this is America's team. I'm like, yo, bro, have you seen America this year? I mean, come on. Hey, hey, hey guys, there you go. Political that's, joke. That's a little 2020 political COVID joke. joke for everybody yeah, who's not paying joke. attention. There Election, you go, Randy. Elections coming next week. Come on. Uh, what's it called? Um, but yeah, I think the most depressing part was Andy Dalton got cracked. And not a single lineman did anything. Nothing. Nobody did anything. They just left them on the ground. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy after the game was like, yeah, you know, I, th- we're, I thought we were a team that stands up for each other, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like the Le- the, the Cowboys. Bro, like the are, linemen are were just standing the, there. They're circling the drain, dude. For as, yeah. Like everything, I love it. I everything love that it. could go wrong is Zeke's fumbling left and right. They scored what? Th- they flew to, where did they play last week? Oh, they, uh, they, um, Washington football team. They, oh, that's right. They, they flew to Washington, lost to the Washington football team and kicked a field goal. That's it. One, three points. So amazing. Three amazing. points. You still got Zeke. There's no way they beat Philly. There's no way no they way. beat Philly. Mm-mm. There's no way. And I, and I think the part that that I love the most of this whole like self implosion is the fact that they're led by a senile old man who's convinced. His whole family's convinced Mike McCarthy's the answer. Because Jerry Jones and the Cowboys are the team that even with how they handle the Dak situation and how they've yeah. handled the Romo situation in the past. They're the team that they're almost loyal to a fault. Once you're a Jerry Jones guy, mm-hmm. you're his guy. And you know, it's, it's, you have to break your yeah. neck. You have to break your clavicle, you know, or whatever, or your ankle has to get folded in half right. like Dak or Tony Romo's, you know, shoulder fell off basically. Yeah. You have to be almost leaving a wheelchair. You got to leave in a box. I think my thing too, is that the fact that if you're Dak Prescott, you didn't get the money you wanted. Sure. But if you see the writing on the wall, it's like, yo, bro, it's time to go. And if you ever wanted an out that didn't make Cowboy Nation hate you, it's the fact that you sacrificed yourself, basically. Literally. And the team looks like hot garbage, and they didn't pay you what you wanted. Just get, just dip, bro. Peace. Just go. Peace. Look, I honestly wonder if Stephen Jones ever looks at his dad, Jerry, and just puts his head in his hand and says, God damn it, dad. No, what man. They're filthy, they're filthy effing rich. They don't care. I mean, they're really, they're really honestly at the point right now that they're teetering onto like Al Davis territory, where it's just that like you know what I'm gonna start doing a bunch of stupid stuff because I'm getting old yeah. and don't know how to, you know, don't know how to make d- rational decisions, and the team's gonna keep falling into uh, just you know into the pit of despair. So while we're talking about Jerry Jones, and I know Randy mentioned that he's basically a senile old man at this point, I would like to point out something I just found on Twitter. Apparently, Jerry Jones was on a radio show earlier this week. And the radio host asked him whether or not there was a leadership void with the Cowboys. And while the guy was trying to clarify the question, Jerry Jones cuts him off and said, shut up and let me answer. There's an old adage. Don't piss me. uh, Don't piss an old man off with a little money. I'll get you. So Jerry Jones is clearly losing his mind. How? I mean, I I know how because he's the one that runs the ship. But again, how does his family let him do these weekly radio spots? I'm I'm assuming it was on the uh, it was on W Fan or the Fan in Dallas. Yeah, one one oh five three the Fan. Yeah. So like he does these weekly Jerry Jones hits, and it's like your team is circling the drain. There's a a divide somewhere in the locker room. Andy Dalton just got his head decapitated, and nobody did anything. And now and you're still going on national radio and spouting off like a crazy old dude. I've never understood why some players and some owners and coaches have their own weekly radio show in the middle of the season. Because apparently Big Ben has the same thing over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, Big Ben does one. Steve Carell. Steve Carell has one. 
Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, not Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. Pete office. Carroll has one. Um, so they're actually pretty frequent throughout the like the nation on their like, your local little sports station or whatever. But Jerry Jones doing one, like I don't get it. I really don't get it, man. So we take all taking the Eagles. Are you gonna go out on a limb, Tyler, and change it up a little bit with with Andy Dalton still being in concussion protocol? I'm going to take the Eagles. I, what's weird for me is that a part of me, like I really, really want the Cowboys to just keep being terrible, but I also love, love, love when no-name quarterbacks come in and perform really well. Yeah. Like I feel really Dude, happy but, for them. Oh my, wouldn't that be such an NFC East thing for them to be on their third string quarterback and then beat the, the Eagles somehow in Philly? Ben DiNucci, the savior of the like, Dallas wouldn't Cowboys. That be, wouldn't that be just the, the next chapter in the NFC East this, God, this year? Hey, like hey, they lose. James, James Madison University's very own. Ben DiNucci. It's happened to the Cowboys before. There was a game in the 90s, and the Cowboys were down to their third-string quarterback on Thanksgiving Day, I believe, and they beat Green Bay. Oh, and who was that quarterback, you ask? It was Jason Garrett. God, we're going to get the Cowboys on Thanksgiving this year, and we're going to be forced oh, to watch them because Lord. it's Thanksgiving football. Well, and I know what I'm not doing. <laughs> hopefully, I'm just. Hopefully, I got a nice early turkey in. God, man, this so we're I can take a nap during that game. We're literally living in hell. Was it? It's always the Cowboys, the ugh, the, the Lions, Cowboys, the Lions, and they've started sprinkling a third game. And I don't think oh, that's he, usually he, set. here. Here are the games this week. I All just right, looked it up. Let's hear it. So our first game: Texans Lions. Oh, <laughs> God, ugly. Ugh. Our second game. Washington football team Cowboys. That is horrendously awful. The third game, though, however, is going to be a great game. That is going to be Ravens Steelers, their second matchup of the year. Is that the night game? That is the night game. So I oh, have a game God. to save it. But here's the thing. How many people are going to see that night game? Because people are going to be in food comas from all the food Dude, they just So eat heavy early during the Lions-Texans. Yeah. Maybe drink a little bit. Take your afternoon nap. Unloosen the belt. During the Cowboys Washington football team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little nightcap with the Ravens and the Steelers. There you go. Tells us to eat heavy early during Texans Lions. Boy, that game is at nine thirty in the morning. You know what this? I don't know if I'm this, eating this, heavy. This is you know you're eating heavy at nine thirty, Tyler. In true twenty twenty fashion, this is fate like punishing us because like the Pilgrims, what like they they killed they really killed all the Native Americans. Yeah. So in 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 def- like you know as retribution. The Native American spirits, the ghosts have cursed us with two garbage games on Thanksgiving. So thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks a lot, Plymouth Rock. So the last Sunday game that we'll talk about this week, just because it has some major implications for what goes down on this podcast over the next couple of weeks. Bills hosting the Patriots. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Ooh. Are you off of the Bill Belichick train yet? So I read something this morning that might have me cough up $40 early. You're, this apparently, morning, is, this is, this is what's going to have to change your mind. Okay. Apparently, the rumor going around is that the Pats are shopping Stefan Gilmore. Oh, I did see that. Schefter tweeted that if out or something. that right? happens, or I might just give you the $40 early. I'm like, I'm done. I mean, dude, like, you can give it to me it's now. So bad. Cam Newton is... Not Cam Newton in Auburn. Cam Newton is not the the MVP in that he was with the Panthers. He well, he hasn't been the same since he got COVID. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I wonder if there was like some COVID complications. Yeah, it's almost like, like that. I don't it's know. almost like a disease that caused a worldwide shutdown <laughs> is debilitating a quarterback. It's fascinating stuff, guys. I don't know. I mean, I the dude tell. was already debilitating. Let's not let's not act like I he think was. There's Superman a running back again, for the guys. Jags. The running back for the Jags that got COVID, and he's been hospitalized like three times. So he's out yeah, for the season. Yeah, he's out for the season. That sucks. So again, it's like it's almost like this disease, this virus that shut down the entire planet, has uh, made the quarterback essentially 
worthless and useless. Or you guys are just tiptoeing around the fact that Cam Newton isn't good anymore. I don't know. He was doing pretty good at the beginning of the year. He was doing all right, I guess. I mean, then again, can I don't really I, know the, the caliber. Can I keep my money because of COVID-related issues? No, shut up, bitch. Cough <laughs> it up. But uh, here's my thing, though. It, it, the whole Pat's Tampa Bay thing, it's both satisfying and frustrating. On one end, I'm satisfied that the Patriots are now dipping into mediocrity, which is worth. They're behind the Dolphins. Been. They're not even in they second are. place. Good. So for the bet, real quick, for those who I know we didn't really oh yeah pay yeah. off the tease here. We have a bet. Tyler bet us early on, early early on in the year that the Patriots would still win the AFC East. Got me. me and Randy took the side of the Bills. We all know what which way this is trending now. So go ahead. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna handy 20 bucks each a little bit early. I mean, to the to the benefit of the Bills, the division itself is continuously being, is, has always been just kind of terrible and it seems to be continue to be terrible, but now the Pats are out of, this, out of the picture, so yeah. except for, it's all for absolute the Bills. I don't know about continue to be terrible because the Dolphins aren't amazing, no. but they're not terrible either. I mean, I mean they're not Brian good. Flores is, well, Brian Flores is doing a good job. Oh, I mean, yeah, right now, right now things are seen things seem to be uh going in an upward direction. But back to what I was saying though, I can't tell what's more satisfying versus frustrating because the Pats are terrible again. Belichick is his big stupid face with the uh, hey man, uh, I'm a I'm an offensive genius. I'm Bill Belichick. I can make every team good. No, you can't, buddy, because your team's effing garbage. But frustrating part. Uh, Tampa Bay, t- Tom Brady doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime he's soon. killing it in the NFC South right now. And now they just signed Antonio Brown, which if he can manage not to lose oh, his mind again, right. uh, that's not he's, good. He's actually managed to keep it pretty low key here. So that's the reason why yeah. he's back in the NFL, to be honest. But I mean, I, I'd, I'd imagine that. I, I also saw a report, which, by the way, complete BS report that I saw, uh, apparently coming out of Bruce Arians, that Tom had no say in the Antonio Brown yeah, okay. signing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Antonio okay. Brown lived yeah. with Tom Brady when they played in, in New England for a yeah. month together. Kiss my ass, bro. You yeah, tell right. him, you tell me a quarterback of his caliber is not signing off on any any signing. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, speaking of wide receivers coming back into the league, we totally brushed over Des Bryant signing with the Ravens again. Oh, the practice squad. Uh, he'll be on the roster. He'll yeah, be on the roster before, probably. probably next week. You think so? Yeah. How long has it been since he's he not played? Si- he's not signing on a team to play on the practice squad. Uh, I think it's been two years since he was. Well, yeah, because he was about to come back, been and then he. Four, what, oh, he's dude, only thirty-one. Yeah, dude. I thought he was like thir- like thirty-five, thirty-six, or something. I mean, thirty-one. But thirty-one by no means is like. Des Bryant winning a Super Bowl would also be salt in the wound for the Cowboys this year. That'd be pretty uh, fun to see. I think the biggest salt in the wound has been the fact that like the Cowboys coughed up big money to two people who have given nothing to the team. Oh crap! Another wide receiver thing we didn't mention at all. What OBJ. Not going to be in the on the field for us here because he tore his ACL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so the Bra- that's a crappy pull for the Browns. Yeah, but I mean, they seem to. Oh well, then again, they played the the Bengals. Yeah, never mind. That's a bad luck, Browns. Yeah, sweet. So let's run through the games we picked again, real quick, to just recap so they're fresh on our minds. We all picked the Bills to beat the Patriots. I don't think we actually picked that game. Uh, are, yeah. Are you going to go on the Pat side and just try to, for one last hope here, Tyler, or what? Uh, no. <laughs> okay okay thanks man you're actually making some smart decisions here thinking with your head and not your heart it'll go a long way in life yeah. tyler i promise yeah, yeah, i'm gonna be, I, I, I will be i, know, I, I know. will be honest i am tentatively picking the bills simply because the bills kind of almost crapped the bed last week against the jets and i do think i just find it really hard to believe that the pats continue to be this bad so that's why i will also say if the pats lose this week you might as well cough at the 40 a bucks two dude. and six pats team just oh I, it makes me so happy. It's almost as sexy as a two and five Cowboys team. Oh wait, 
That's also a thing. That's like porn waiting to happen. If we get the, get those mm. teams to make out, man, people would watch the hell out of that. And then the Bears are being exposed for the garbage scene that they are. It's going to be amazing. It's all coming together. It's all coming together, guys. It's all coming together. All right, so we Except all pick, for Tyler. We all picked the Packers over the Vikings, correct? Yes. They all picked the Chiefs over the Jets, correct? Oh, my God. Yes. What is wrong with this? This week sucks. This week, I'm telling you, this week blows. Uh, like, Chiefs Jets isn't even going to be mildly entertaining no. because it's just going to be Mahomes. It's just, it's the car accident. Shoving his foot down the Jets' throat. You can't look away because it's just so, so, so gross to see. Here's where we differed, though Steelers, Ravens. I picked the Steelers. You two picked the Ravens, yep. correct? Yep. We all picked the Seahawks. Yes. Yes, correct. Cowboys, Eagles. We all picked the Eagles, huh? Okay, so looking back on it, well, there's this uh, this week's games are actually a bunch of poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> now that yeah, I think about yeah. it, there's not a lot of variations in our picks. The only one is the Ravens and the Steelers. So hopefully we all don't look like jackasses the next time we record. Yeah, I'm hoping not, but I'm not holding my breath because, you know, we got Tyler. So That's the scary part is that we're agreeing with Tyler here. Ah, uh, well, you know, go down with the ship. Go down with the ship, guys. We'll see you later.